0: Right, ladies and gentlemen, or rather, women and wild men, uh, we need more wild men in the church today. Men as we used to be, men as they used to be. Let me say it that way because still in that category. Crazy men, real men, men who are not effeminate. Now as you know I am for police officers. I pray for and support the blue. I do not support lack of courage, which we saw regarding the children in Uvalde, and which is a trending video today, that's unforgettable. One man using sanitizer while a demoniac was shooting children. And then they, they kept back a man who was a father of one of the children. That probably will be unforgivable from his standpoint. Not only unforgettable, He may not even forgive himself, and uh, he probably will not be able to forgive the police officers who held him back. Humanly speaking, all things are possible with God Almighty. You say, Preacher, why are you late tonight? Well, uh, I had a busy day and a longer day than normal on some other things. And when I got back, because I I got up at 3 in the morning, a little little bit before 3, and took care of some things, and... and, so when I got back, sometimes God and the body would just tell you, lie down. And they won't tell you what might happen when you lie down. But you have a sneaky suspicion that you're going to fall out. And see, that's why I don't see what, I don't know what's going on with all of you people taking these sleeping pills and you call yourselves Christians. So what is going on in your mind? What is going on in your soul? What is going on in your spirit? That you need sleeping pills, and they, 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 I doubt if they work. That's just in your psychology. Uh, yeah. And, and another thing, <clears throat> you have you people are bought into the lie that a mattress is going to make you sleep better. That's a lie out of hell, people. If you if you if you have uh the sleep aid that God gives his saints, whatever that is. you can sleep on a rock. you can sleep on a train station floor as I did when I was traveling around the world. Uh, you can sleep and sleep good and sleep and wake up and not even know where you are, what country you're in. Deep sleep. Uh, I was caught up in Heathrow Airport. In England one time and uh, For about a week on my way to Africa To preach and uh, I Found some comfortable places to sleep on the floor One of the most wonderful times of my life So my beloved Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service, family members, my beloved. Uh, This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 592. And it doesn't matter what time of the day it is. one of my, uh, as one of my uh, exercise coaches say, uh, it's it's, it's good to exercise anytime. Spiritually speaking, it's good to do this anytime. Pray and read the Bible, especially pray without ceasing. By the way, did you do, do that today? Pray without ceasing. This is episode, if you will, number 592, where I read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique uh, arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows you to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today, my beloved, or tonight, we are reading Proverbs chapter 11, verses 11 through 21, And uh, I praise the Lord for all of my children's support down through the years. And how they have helped in the ministry from the time they were little children. But I must give a special report to my youngest. uh, Special word of appreciation to my youngest three children. Uh, God has touched their hearts to go above and beyond. (coughs) It is miraculous what they have done, what God has done through them. I'm amazed and I give God the glory, praise, and honor for my three youngest. Now when your three youngest show up and show out, then by the grace of God uh, something good is happening. And and they're with me right now. And I'm surprised because <laughs> I think one or two of them they get mad with me when I'm, I'm late <laughs> they don't like it but anyway but they, they, they're with her right now and they're showing up and showing out in a big time way and I want you to know that I thank God for all of my children and the help that they've given down through the years Uh, So they, and I say that because they're the ones who put all this together. I just get up. I just show up. Pardon me. I just show up. Basically, it's been that way for years. They get, uh, by the grace of God, they get a whole lot of credit. Now they they would not be doing any of this if it had not been for God using me to lead the family and the ministry so it's just a blessing I, because I've been busy today and I um, and got tired and and i I my wife kept on kept on working. Uh, she says, she probably, she probably sat down somewhere and went to sleep herself, but we got up around the same time. and uh, But she kept on working, and I got up, everything was done, so that was great. But I got some good sleep. And uh, I thank the Lord for sleep and rest and relaxation. Listen, I hope I can extend to you my philosophy. It's okay to have a vacation and a celebration, a big celebration, a big to-do. But why wait? I believe in Christ, every day is a celebration. Every day is a party. And you ought to have a little time in your day Maybe in the evening, or maybe in, in the morning time. Where you, where you, you celebrate, you uh, get something done first. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm weary of, and leery of people who don't get anything done yet. They still want to party, and they still want to celebrate. No. Nope. If you're saved, you can't do that. You've got to do what God has wired you to do and called you to do. You have to get things done to move forward in life. And God has given to each of us something to do for His kingdom, for those of us who are saved. And if you're not saved, get saved so you can find out what it is. But you ought to have some margin in your day two to three hours where you can celebrate, where you can party, uh, where you can have yourself a good time. For as I have told you, let's work hard and get the job done, then let's have big fun. That's, that's my philosophy. Get the job done for God. Whatever God wants you to do, whatever he's called you to do, whatever you need to do <coughs> for his kingdom... That may include your job, work. Get it done. Uh, in the words of the hard uh, hardworking uh, Texan uh, hauler and loader and trucker, get it done. That's what they say. Let's get it done. Uh, Sometimes you just got to get it done. You can't move forward. You don't have, in my opinion, you don't have the right to enjoy a nice meal and maybe a glass of wine if you have not done anything for God And, 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 and you did what He wanted you to do. If you have not spent the day praying, that's work, prayer work. You hear psychologists and counselors, and Yana Van Zandt and Dr. Field say, Do the work. There's work involved in moving forward in your life. There's nothing to celebrate if you're sitting on behind, complaining and whining. And cursing the day you were born and all of that. You're not moving forward. Dreaming, daydreaming, thinking, hoping. No, 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 no. Praying and doing. (laughs) Huh? Amen. Praying and doing. And then you should have a sweet spot that you enjoy that you like that God blesses you with that's the key thing because God is uh, the one who wants you to enjoy your life as well I believe that God is going I I may be wrong I don't know and I'm not going to put anything in God's mouth but I mean somebody's going to ask you did you enjoy the life that God gave you once you get there once you get on the other side And by the way, everybody's owing and aahing at these pictures and so forth and so forth. First of all, we don't know what we're looking at. Number two, whatever we're looking at, God is. God is the one who created everything. As the word of God says. So, I don't know. We serve a big God. Uh... And I don't know why my staff did not deal with that today. Mm -hmm. I meant to say something to them, but we wanted to come from a Christian perspective. Anyway and anyhow, Mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, we're going to read together tonight Proverbs chapter 11, verses 11 through 21 from the Word of God. So let's pray first. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, hallowed be your name. Lord, have it be so for some people to have this to be one of their closing prayers of the day. Help them to look at it that way so that they will go ahead and pray with us and not look at us and not listen to us but to pray to you, to have a little talk with you. Holy Father God, I'm so thrilled to be here after such a busy uh, and interesting day. I give you the glory, praise, and honor that I am here. And I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for all seven of my children with my wife, and I thank you, Lord, for all of my children, But, Lord, I have to give you a special thanks uh, to Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, Daniel, Ezekiel, and Danielle. What a blessing they have been uh, down through the years. And you know it, Lord. And I pray, uh, that's why I pray to you, that you will bless their lives for what they have sacrificed and what they have done. And the load that they have carried. As the youngest three children. I give you the glory. Praise and honor. And I know that you are going to bless their lives. As you have blessed. uh, The lives of. uh, All of my children. And. uh, uh, Some. uh, Need to get right with you. And Lord I believe that you will lead them. And guide them in doing so. Some of the older ones and uh, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would bless all of my children and all of the children who belong to your saints for Lord I'm sure that there are many parents who can say the same but tonight with a broken heart and tears in our eyes this Uvalde one won't go away. It is the most tragic situation that I think America has ever seen. Uh, With police officers right out the door and to have the video of them washing their hands and running back and forth while children were getting their brains blown to pieces. God, I don't think He will ever leave the American psyche or the psyche of the world. So Holy Father God and those families are still crying like they were crying the first day and they cannot be consoled and they're angry. They they find this unbelievable. And so Lord, we pray that you would console them and comfort them as only you can. And holy Father God, we pray, Lord, this evening I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for bringing us through uh, a long day. And I thank you, Lord, for uh, your traveling mercies and all that you allowed us to do. And thank you, Lord, for keeping us safe. Thank you, Lord, for the news being what you told me it was and and that I knew it was. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Pardon me, Lord. hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your mercy, your love, and your grace tonight, your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Uh, down through the years, not only today. I marvel at how you keep on blessing. You keep on blessing and you keep on blessing. And the commercial comes to my mind of Charles Barclay saying, Subway keeps on refreshing, keeps on refreshing, keeps on refreshing. Lord... Uh, I doubt that, and I don't think they do, but I know you keep on blessing, and you keep on blessing, and you keep on blessing. I don't know why. I don't understand the depth of your love, your mercy, and your grace. I never will. I guess if we can look uh, at these new pictures that the telescope is supposed to be getting, uh, we can we can see how we can possibly see a little bit how deep it is but Holy Father God I praise you and thank you for salvation and spiritual family and life financial and material protection and provision mental and physical blessings thank you for your people uh, who love us anyhow through your agape love Thank you, Holy Father God, for your true saints who pray for us and stand with us, and we pray for them and stand with them as well. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you would have mercy and grace upon those of us who name the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who are truly born again and saved tonight. Rather, please, Lord, forgive us of our sins based upon your Holy Son, the Lamb of God, who took away the sins of the world, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior and coming King. And Holy Father God, I do pray that you would crush and crucify, Lord, our wicked flesh within each and every one of us who are saved. (coughs) And Lord, fill us all afresh and anew tonight with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. As people wind down tonight, Lord, help them to wind down with you. And Lord, deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. Holy Father God, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Help all of us, Lord, by your grace, those of us who you have saved by your grace, and we have believed in you. Lord, help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and repent of our sins and get back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, help us to do all of that by your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that husbands and wives and parents who are truly born again will join me in praying for their family members who are not born again, who are not saved, who who are living in sin and who are doing evil and stubbornness and pride and rebelliousness. The evil may not be uh, adultery or fornication or anything like that, but other evil in the heart such as pride, stubbornness, rebelliousness, witchcraft, as is the case in my wife's life, Marika White, uh, which breeds lying and stealing. And all of these things, by your grace, need to be repented of, In the lives of all of the people who have this issue, help them to truly examine themselves and see whether or not they uh, be in the faith. Lord, I pray that my wife, Marika White, and uh, millions of others will lay aside their pride and to humble down and to get saved before it is eternally too late, for this is nothing to play with, and to start bearing fruit. Uh, and stop waking up mad and mean as the devil and a junkyard dog combined halfway decent in the evening halfway decent at night and then mad as the devil and uh, a junkyard dog in the morning just a totally different person For the saved person, these things ought not so to be in any family, in any church. I know what it feels like to be religious, but lost. And so, Lord, I thank you for saving me not only out from hell, but thank you for saving me out of the hell of religion. For that's the hardest place to get saved out of. When you think you're saved and you, and, you, and you have everyone else thinking that you're saved but you're not. So open blinded eyes and stop deaf ears. Lord, across this country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, I pray Lord, even tonight. That you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell. And the satanic, demonic spirits of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias, Lord, out of the lives of people in my own family, including my wife, Marika White, uh, and uh, Lord, children who may have that problem, in-laws. Outlaws who uh, definitely have that problem protect my children, Lord, from family members who are demon-possessed and demon-controlled. As you know, Lord, I intentionally kept my children away from both sides of my family. I have no regrets. Uh, None of them would be where they are now if I had not done that. And so, as I expected, of course, uh, my daughter, Danny, uh, her siblings, my daughter, Danita, and even Daniel, none of these children have had a mother all of their lives. And so they have been on a hunt for a mother. And uh, even in the family, and I gave them my I didn't give them my blessing, but I said, when you do that, just be careful, and do not allow them to change you, Uh, for I kept you away from these evil people all your life on purpose so that you would not be influenced by them, tainted by them while growing up. And uh, my prayer is that they're strong enough to handle that. And, uh, and then this includes their uh, mentors that they have met along the way. And, and some, of the, some of those people need to be mentored themselves. And uh, so, Lord, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would put in the lives of my children uh, a few godly people who have lived godly lives unless they absorb evil communica- communication, communications. evil communications, as your word says, that corrupt good manners and a good heart and a good spirit. And so, Holy Father God, Lord, I thank you so much for how you lead me to pray. And, uh, and I pray that, uh, uh, by your grace, others would follow your leadership in prayer and not to pray, uh, try to pray nice, sweet, pretty prayers that don't mean anything, and so, and, and 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 does not get the job done. I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for how you touch the hearts of people uh, across this country and around the globe to love me, to stand with me, and to support me, uh, even when the world is against everything I say and uh, the devil is against it for sure we pray now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would rebuke and bind the devil his demons and his hosts Lord from my entire family in-laws and outlaws on both sides of the family in my wife's life, from my wife's life, from my children's lives, all of my children. And I thank you, Lord, for how you led me to lead them and what you have blessed us to accomplish in the world, which can only be credited to your power and your might. And so, Holy Father God, tonight on into the night, Lord, uh, throughout the morning, time and into the morning, if you should tarry your coming, and if you would allow us to live, Lord, give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell, and from evil people, and uh, Lord, in the family, in the church, and in the world, sad to say, Lord, for Lord, my greatest enemies are in my family, and in the church, not in the world. And uh, that's how it was for all of your prophets and for you. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving and mourning, totaling in the millions, Lord. Only you can comfort them. And for some reason, the devil hates that line of prayer very much. He tries to block it out of my mind from saying it. It's the strangest thing. But Lord, we pray that you'll have that to happen around the world, across America, in our communities, in our churches, in our families, and in our lives. Thank you, Lord, also for the remnant churches. The 7,000 churches who have not bowed the knee. The faithful few churches, the faithful few people, nor you know who they are and where they are, uh, who do not engage in the happy talk gung-ho foolishness that we see happening with certain church leaders, so-called, and government leaders as well. Lord, help your people to be wise. Lord, and safe. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. I do pray that You would lift our burdens, those of us who are saved, our cares, worries, anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears, and anxieties from our hearts and minds, souls, and spirits, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil in every way. Help us to be prayerful, sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful on purpose. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray that you will help those of us who are saved to truly confess our sins and repent of our sins and do right by you and be obedient to you. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And, uh, Lord, deliver us by your grace and your mercy and love from all of our uh, distresses and afflictions, attacks, and you have done that. I marvel at what you have done through prayers already prayed, how that without even trying like Superman just deflecting attacks and foolishness and devilment without even trying without even breaking a sweat and not having an ounce of anger or bitterness uh, at the betrayals and the lies and the foolishness thank you Lord for prayers already prayed that you take and you answer and you use in advance and where well, we don't even we don't even have to think about it thank you lord for your protection and your provision thank you lord for your power and your might holy father god i do pray that you deliver us also from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, student loan debt, student progress, problems, Lord, coming out of what we're coming out of and in what we're in, nobody should be, uh, and I know some folks hate it, but nobody should have to carry that kind of burden, especially our young people. And so, Lord, uh, set everybody free from that. If the government can send trillions out to people uh, with the stroke of a pen, they can wipe away trillions and not do that again. They will save millions of dollars, billions of dollars, if they didn't loan people money. That's really not their business, <coughs> and, and, and we don't need for we think you for a country that would even think about that but at the same time nobody needs to be straddled with that kind of debt so Lord we pray that you would remove it in a miraculous uh, way thank you for it holding off thus far and Holy Father God we pray that you would protect us all especially those of your household and others as well From a housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, and utilities crisis. Uh, It's increasing, Lord, but you have in your mercy, in the midst of judgment and wrath and chastisement and rebuke, in your mercy, you held back quite a bit. And all I'm asking, Lord, is that you continue to do so. Uh, in your mercy and grace according to your will. Uh, At the same time, Lord, I don't want to get in your way. Let your will be done and not ours. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would bless and protect, Lord, uh, my family tonight. Surround the uh, place of dwelling and our place of dwelling with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. I pray, Lord, for uh, thousands of other Christians who name the name of Christ, that you do the same for their family and protect us all from ourselves. For truly our worst enemy is the person we look at in the mirror. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil, from the evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Cover us, Lord, and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ, and make us to be whiter than snow. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God tonight. Help us not to drop our God. Help us to watch and pray that we enter not into temptation, for the Spirit is... Willing, but the flesh, the flesh is weak. So, Lord, help us to look to you for your strength and your might and your energy. And Lord, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Please receive all glory, praise, and honor to your name. Lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in His holy name and all-powerful name we pray. Amen. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Since I my burden down, glory, glory, hallelujah. Since I laid my burden down I feel better So much better Since I laid my burden down I feel better So much better Since I laid my burden down I can't sing But I can make a joyful noise in the Lord and for the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure. To read in your hearing after prayer the Word of God at Proverbs chapter 11, verses 11 through 21. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He that is void of wisdom despiseth his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. A tale-bearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors There is safety. He that is surety for a stranger shall smart for it, and he that hateth suretyship is sure. A gracious woman retaineth honor, and strong men retain riches. The merciful man doeth good to his own soul, But he that is cruel troubleth his own flesh. The wicked worketh a deceitful work, but to him that soweth righteousness shall be a sure reward. As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. They that are of a froward heart are abomination to the Lord, but such as are upright in their way are his delight. Though hand join in hand the wicked shall not be unpunished, but the seed of the righteous, but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, uh, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Grant me your energy, your strength, your unction and your anointing and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your holy word, to understand your holy word, to comprehend your holy word, and to... Obey your holy word, to apply your holy word to my life, help everybody else to do the same, to preach your holy word, the whole counsel of God, and to preach your holy gospel. For none of this can be done without the power and the unction and the anointing of your holy spirit. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake. Amen. service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number one hundred and fifty nine if you will. Turn your Bibles to Psalm seventeen nine from the wicked that oppress me, from my deadly enemies who compass me about, from the wicked that oppress me, from my deadly enemies who compass me about. The foes from, from whom David sought to be rescued were wicked men. You do know, people, that there are wicked men and wicked women. I said there are wicked men and wicked women in this world. It is hopeful for us, he goes on to say, when our enemies are God's enemies. They were deadly enemies whom nothing but his death would satisfy. The foes of a believer's soul are mortal foes, most emphatically. Go ahead, Spurgeon. (coughs) Pardon me. One of the tricks the devil has played on the so-called evangelical church. Along with the charismatic church. And this is why so many people are bewildered out of their minds. Today. Because they have been sold a bill of goods. They have been sold a lie. They have been bamboozled. They have been deceived. And they have run amok. I'm talking about the so-called church. Why? Because false prophets, false prophetesses, false pastors. And as I have told you before, there are far more false pastors than false prophets. And don't you ever forget it. And, and, and like most pastors, even the false pastors, are very much beloved. It just uh, goes with the territory. Prophets are not beloved, if they are true prophets. But, be that as it may, a big deception. Some people are using the big lie today a big lie is going on in the church, <clears throat> which is contrary to what Jesus said, contrary to the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation. That is, for the Christian, uh, everything ought to be always wonderful and great, no tribulations, no troubles, no trials, No challenges in the family or in the church. Everything is supposed to go smoothly and hunkadory for the child of God. And that's nowhere found in the Bible. Nor from the lips of Jesus. Jesus Christ made it very clear that your greatest enemies will be they of your own household. A prophet is not without honor, save in his own family, among his own kinfolk. This is why I tell true prophets, don't worry about your family and being liked by your family. That's not going to happen. You're not going to be well-loved like the pastor brother in the family. And that's okay. You accept his gift and, and... You accept your gift, but you do what God called you to do. And as a truly God-called prophet, uh, slash evangelist, uh, you know that you better do what God called you to do. You have to. Woe is me if I preach not the gospel and preach the whole counsel of God. So this is what has happened over the past sixty, seventy, maybe a hundred years now. People have been told a lie. It's an age old lie. That if you've been blessed of the Lord, everything ought to be hunkadory and perfect and wonderful in your marriage, in your family, with your children, in the church. And uh And everything that you touch should turn to gold, and that's nowhere in the Bible. Jesus Christ said before He left here, and I'm I'm talking, I'm adding to what Spurgeon said. Ye shall have tribulation in this world. Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So when tribulation comes, and trouble comes, and trials come, temptations come, you're not shocked. You're not surprised. You're not thinking it's strange, as Peter brought out. Prepare for that. This is why God gave me this prayer before the coronavirus plague. God prepare us for good days and bad days. Oh see, uh, some, some sweet evangelical Christian. Said, oh, I don't have any bad days. Do you know what I'm talking about man woman? with your foolishness, huh? You riding down the road at 65 miles an hour just uh, singing your praise songs and then uh, the car all of a sudden runs hot. That's not, that's not a good time. Well you got to pull over immediately or the front right tire blows Okay? You have to deal with that. Bad things happen to saved people. For none of us are good. And then in the prayer, I pray, Lord, prepare us for celebrations and tragedies. Both and. See, this is what you don't want to get your head around. In this world, you have you have reasons to celebrate. And I I God I thank God that I've had way more celebrations than tragedies, but tragedies come. Problems and troubles come. Deal with it. Stop trying to run away from it. I mean, you can't have celebration all the time. You don't have any tragedies in your life, any problems, any tribulations, and any troubles, because you're supposed to be some kind of perfect, wonderful angel on earth... Because you listened to a false prophet and a false preacher who told you that. You did everything you could to make your marriage work, but it didn't work, see? You're doing all that talk about I'm blessed and highly favored and all that. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Both weddings and funerals can be bad. If there's a father marrying off his daughter, that's not a good day. It's not a a magnificent, wonderful, great day. It could be very painful, especially with... uh, Looking at the negro that she's marrying You're very concerned <clears throat> How you raise your daughter To get an education And pursue her PhD And everything else and But she's only interested in a hood rat And if he owns a car it's a beat up Black Trashy car Or a bike Or a scooter That's not a good day. Now for mama, who's glad that her daughter can get any man, it may be a happy occasion for her. Certainly a happy occasion for the daughter, but not for the father. It's a miracle that he even made it to the wedding. We know that funerals are not fun things. How could they be? So, holy... Father God, prepare us for good days and bad days. Prepare us for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us for weddings and funerals. Prepare us for life and death. You have to accept it all, people. Okay? You you have to accept it all and prepare for it all. Thank God for the thousands of good times He gave you. But when the coronavirus plague comes as a chastisement and rebuke against the church, even you and your wicked, shady behavior, you're whoremongering around, you're whoring around, your side pieces uh, you're swinging. Oh, nobody knew about it, but God knew about it. Pastor, pastor's wife, with your girlfriend and your boyfriend and your lesbian friend and your homosexual friend. I know you don't like anybody to talk about your mess, but you started this mess. Oh, no, 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 no. not the homosexuals and the fornicators and adulterers of the world, you in the church. And because you put it on Ashley Madison, you thought it was going to remain secret. Uh, Let me help you. Nothing online, nothing on Alexa is secret. you understand? And I know you're happy about your your little robots in the household. Just understand, they see you. They know you. They know your voice. And if they don't know your voice... Well, they know your voice... But they will ask you to make sure this is your voice... Uh, There are people watching you through them... So just understand that... Now, if you don't have anything to hide... Then, you know... uh, You're fine... But if you're trying to do your dirt... Against God Almighty. God knows about it. The angels know about it. And other people in the church know about it. And there are people you don't know. Who know about it. And who will use it to expose you. And to exploit you. So that's why you need to be born again. You need to be saved. And not be doing any secret mess. Because you can't hide today. My dear friend. No, no, no no, 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 you can't hide today. Everywhere you go, people are tracking you. If you have a cell phone, you say, well, they they should not do that. They're not allowed to do that. Uh, The law should not permit them to do that. Well, you know, the law does not permit a lot of things, (laughs) but people are tracking you. People know where you are. And and what you're doing, and where you're going, and what you're buying, and who you're with. There are people tracking you and following you, and once you drive up somewhere and park your car and get out, uh, they can hear you lock your door, and they, they, they can call somebody inside the store where you're at, And ask them to challenge you or to to, uh, try you. See how you respond. Okay. When people, even your family members who... Uh, call you and sound so urgent. Wh- what is your number? What is your number? Okay, if you're wise, you know the action that for a reason, especially if they don't call you that much. They don't call you at all. They want your number so that they can track you. And they can track you just through your telephone number. Okay? But, you know, if you're like me, you just go ahead on and give it to them because, you know, you're not doing... A, a, I'm not doing anything that, uh, to uh, hide from them. And no family ought to be that way, unless you're doing evil. No family member ought to be that way. Everybody, everything in a Christian family really should be above board and open. No lies, no hidden stuff, none of that foolishness. But you, you do need to be aware that people are watching you and your evil. Please don't think you're getting away. God is not, you're not going to get away with it with God. But there are human beings who are watching you too. For they who war against our faith aim at the very life of our life. See? I have told my wife. And uh, I've told some family members as well I thank God The only thing you can attack me on Is Ministry work Prayer And preaching and so forth Trying to hinder me from doing that I've told my wife that many times down through the years You're trying to get back At me By hindering Trying to hinder God's work I said I wear that as a badge of honor I'm not trying to be that kind of person. I'm nowhere near Daniel of the Bible. Even though my name is Daniel. Nowhere near. But that's what they attacked him on. That's the only thing they could attack him on. His prayer life. His faithfulness to God. When you have a family member who... Uh, gets angry at you and tells you you're hiding behind uh, the fact that you're preaching. Now you know that, that, that. Let me let me help you. That's the voice of the devil. That's the only thing they can attack you on. And you don't even have to respond to. It. You just let it go. Okay. Now you you know that's the devil. And is designed to get you uh, away from preaching the gospel and preaching the word. I say to all preachers in season and out of season gentlemen preach the word preach the word if Dr. Tony Evans can preach the word nearly every day in some form or way if Dr. Uh, T.D. Jakes the finest two preachers in America can since since the plague have missed the beat? Those two preachers, if they can find time to in their busy schedules to preach, their main focus is to preach the word and to teach the word. Because see, what'll happen to a true preacher is that God will fix his heart. And you, you, this is what God is going to be saying to you all the time: you give yourself to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Leave okay. all this Other stuff You can do that later But this, this is the main thing You would be doing for me Every day Because the power Is in my word And in prayer It doesn't matter How many awards They have won Or accolades They have received That don't mean anything to them They, they know deep down In their heart And they learned this A long time ago God wants them To preach you can do other things if you want to do on the side, but but this is, this is this is your main thing that I want you this is the main thing I want you to do. Give yourself to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And both of these preachers that I named and all other true uh, God-called preachers know, you can't preach unless you pray. You got to pray to preach like they preach. And to have the presence, and the unction, and the anointing, and the power of the Holy Spirit on it. Okay? As we continue with Spurgeon, Deadly sins are deadly enemies. Amen. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Deadly sins are deadly enemies. And what sin is there which have not death in its bowels? My, my, my. What? Allow me to repeat that in your hearing. Go ahead, Spurgeon. And what sin is there which have not death in its bowels? Those foes oppressed David. They laid his spirit waste. As invading armies, ravage a country. Uh, I double-dog dare you just to read everything the Bible has to say about David. If you're born again, if you're saved, you will see yourself. See, this is the reason why we thank God David was transparent. Transparent with his relationship with God. Because he blesses us over and over and over again with his life with God by being transparent about his sins, his failures, his faults, his mess-ups, his screw-ups. And we're blessed constantly. We're blessed over and over again by his transparency. Some of you people are worried about uh, my wife getting mad at me because I say things like, like I say is, is is all I'm saying is the truth. And you and you know why you keep coming back and you listen and and you uh, watch and all of that because that transparency, just like in a movie, if you watch a movie that's based upon a true story, even if they don't tell you that. You know it it rings true. It rings true. It may seem far-fetched. For some. for, For a few people. But people who. Are in a marriage. And living in a marriage. As long as my wife and I have. The things I say. And the things I be praying. Causes them to. Examine themselves to see whether or not they be in the faith. Question their spouse's salvation for good. Uh, arrange true, my beloved. When you tell the truth, and you preach the truth, and you pray the truth, and you sh- you you bear it all because you have no shame and because you did it rings true it rings true see and people appreciate not this uh, appreciate this phoniness that we are so used to down through the years from preachers and they're wonderful, great families when they are the Adams family, the devil at home, and the Brady Bunch at church. It's time out for that foolishness, and we're sick and tired of it. And it's nothing but a lie, fraud. Okay? Stop trying to make it seem like it's this, that, and the other because you're not helping anybody. Because everybody's going through the same things. Older saints... I have older preachers who know exactly what I'm talking about... when I say what I say and do what I do. Those my age understand it. And younger ones can be warned by it. I learned that from David. Another thing I learned from David... which you'll learn too is that for the most part, David acknowledged God in everything he did before he did it. See, that's that's what made him successful. And that's why God said, he's a man after my own heart. Wives, you want uh, the favor of your husband on you and for him to safely trust in you? Just check with him before you do stuff. That's all. He's in God's stead in that family. Don't go out and buy a car without his permission, without his knowledge. Check base with your husband. Uh, And and things will work out better for you, because that's what God wants us to do with him. Acknowledge him in all of our ways, and he shall direct our paths. Listen to me. If you don't get up in the morning and pray and ask God to lead you and guide you and direct you, you're going you're gonna to have a confused, <laughs> unproductive day. You're not going to get far. If you're his child, because he's not going to let you do that. You, God wants you to acknowledge him in all of your way. I don't care how small it is in your In your mind, you may have five things that need to be done. Ask God about it. Talk to God about it. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. It may be simple things. Small things. But if you don't get God in on it, the devil will get on, get in on it. And it's going to be a mess. Or as wild beasts desolate, desolate a land. He likens himself to a besieged city and complains that his foes compass him about you have foes compassing you about I want to tell you you can have peace and joy while they're compassing you about and one one of the beautiful things about God I know he does this with me may not do it with everybody but God tells me that they're coming God tells me who they are ahead of time so when they come I'm not shocked I'm not surprised I'm not bothered See, when you're dead, you don't get shocked. <laughs> you don't get surprised and you're not bothered. It may well quicken our business upward when all around us, every road is blockaded by deadly foes. This is our daily position. For all around us, dangers and sins are lurking. Oh God do thou protect us from them all, shall we pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this time with your Holy Word, around your Holy Word and prayer, and Lord, I do pray that your Holy Word and this devotional would would find a lodging place in our hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. And help us to acknowledge you in all of our ways. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, beloved, we move on to the family segment. Pardon me, folks. To what I have dubbed the family verses. And we move to the next stage. Or the next passage where God... Commands the husband. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 through 32. Husbands, love your wives. Even as Christ also loved the church. And gave himself for it. That is a commandment from straight from God. As a child of God, if you're born again and saved... You're going to obey that. But I I had a thought today that we all know that a husband ought to love his wife. But thank God there's a commandment written down that tells a man to love his wife. In other words, thank God for the word of God that commands a man to do that. And a wife ought to have faith in God and trust God that her husband will obey God's Word. So it's it's okay for us, yes, you know, to know we should do that and have some kind of feelings to do that, but it's also great that we have the written down Word of God, (coughs) the commandment from God to love his wife. And that has been corrupted in the sweet evangelical, Southern Baptist, Independent Baptist, that's right. My people, for sure. Independent Baptist, Black Baptists, for sure. Down right down the line. Bible believing. And see, this is, this is the thing that I have told. Independent Baptist. Southern Baptist, white and black bible folk especially my sweet evangelical bible folk the theologians where do we lose it at? class raise your hand where do we lose it at? we lost it my beloved friends in the family oh we were gung ho and great on certain issues like evangelism and Gung-ho and great on uh, uh, different methods in the church. Gung-ho and great on uh, no women preachers. Gung-ho and great on uh, uh, VBS. I don't get it myself I, 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 I wish the church would get rid of VBS and People sit around and create these crazy things It has nothing to do with the church But that's a pet peeve of mine I'm not going to get into that But I think it's a lot of these extra things that the church does I, I do not believe they're good for the church Or good for the children And, and a waste of time for the parents and the children And become a, a sad, boring tradition Some of the VBS, listen to me, some of the VBS stuff, vacation, Bible, I have never seen the value of that. Now, there are some people who love it, some adults who love it. I don't see, I, I, I don't get it. I just, I believe it's a colossal waste of money and time, people. Just have church and bring everybody into the church and you people pray and read the Bible and preach and hear the Bible preach and go out and witness to the world and um, is, uh, all of this to constantly trying to pump up people and, and get people excited about a program and all this it's just disgu- to me it's disgusting but anyway but I have told you down through the years the problem why we're in the mess we're in? Why didn't the Independent Baptists succeed? Why didn't the Southern Baptists succeed after the Great Resurgence? Why did not the National Baptist Convention succeed in 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 stopping the corruption in this world, in this country, and getting most of the people saved, and 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 and, and the country not in the situation it is in? By the way, now, 65% of the Democrats, or 64% of the Democrats, don't want Biden. Over 50% of the Republicans don't want Trump, so, hmm, Uh uh-huh. All of you people who love politics more than you love Jesus, I guess you're left with the choice of Jesus now, aren't you? You don't even have a candidate. Worth a flip. That's by your own estimations. Where did it all start? It started with the church, uh, the family, not doing what God had commanded us to do. Some of you are so blind, especially some of you women. You don't, you can't see it because you have beat your husbands down to the ground and you got what you want. This feminist, I am woman, hear me roar, society. And we can condemn the men and lie on the men and mistreat the men and disrespect the men, and we can do what we want. And nobody expects us to uh, uh, be held to account. And look what we have. Look at the situation we have in this country because of that. That's what we lost to that people in the home, or we were down pat on our theology and our orthodoxy. But if Mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. That includes you, King Ahab. That includes you, Pastor. That includes you, Preacher mama runs this church not you and the spirit of Jezebel has permeated the church where men look down on men are nothing they have no power boys raised up in, in an effeminate situation and as I look back One of the things I hated about the church while growing up was how the men were effeminate and the women ruled and controlled. This goes way back. Maybe a hundred years or more. I don't know. Where pastors would not preach on this passage. When was the last time you heard a passage this passage preached? Ephesians chapter 5 and chapter 6. Just like they don't preach on hell. They don't preach on this. Because they'll catch hell if they preached on this. There are women who have a certain mindset and look as, as to how they want women to appear. And they want them to appear large and in charge and in control and powerful over even the men in their lives. Even though it never works. Because women are not wired to control and rule over men. And so eventually, whether they like it or not, they submit. Some in very bad ways. Because deep down, she's going to want a man to take control. and they, And she will verbalize that. She will say that. And if the husband does not do it, if he's not man enough to do it, she'll find a man... Call Bo Peep to do it who does not care anything about her and she likes it like that she wants that kind of man man she got to try to get a hold of and tame so that's why we're in the mess we're in today in all the nominations because we failed in the family and the homosexuals know it because of the divorce rate and remarriage and all of that and so they you, they, they, they know you don't have a leg to stand on because your family is jacked up your son is a homosexual your daughter is a lesbian your wife is half and half. She's on the down low herself. And uh, both of you have been divorced and remarried two or three times with three sets of children. So you can't tell them. You don't have the authority to tell them anything. I'm looking right at you. Why aren't you looking at me? says it's too late for all of this. No, it's not. Too late in the night. <laughs> too late in the night for all of this. No, it's not. That's what the Lord leads me to tell you. That, that's, if, you, if you trace it back, that's where we lost it. The home, not lining up with the commandments of God that we're reading in Ephesians 5 and 6. That's why I read it every day, because most people don't even know it. And so with that, my beloved, let's pray. Let's pray for other families. Let's pray for other people. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of all families that are lost. Revive those that are saved and help them to simply obey your holy word and to do it your way. And so, Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick for the comfort of the grieving around the world. And Holy Father God, we pray for all uh, people who name the name of Christ. Have mercy and grace upon us all, and for Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all of our sins of willingly disobeying your great commission and your great commandment. Forgive us of our wicked sins, Lord God, in heaven, and help us to repent. And help us to obey your simple commandments, even in the home. Revive the home again. And Holy Father God, we pray that you will indeed help us all to humble ourselves and pray and seek your face. And turn from our wicked ways and repent of our sins and get back to you our first love we pray Holy Father God for the spirits and the souls of the men who stood in that hallway and let those children get slaughtered God it's hard for me to get my head around I pray that you will comfort the families Do what you need to do and what uh, needs to be done with these men. And I've never seen Texas men act this way. God, have mercy on their souls. And Lord, save their souls and change their lives. And Holy Father God, we pray that this will never happen again. We also pray, Lord, for all uh, ministers of government from the President of the United States on down to the police officers around the world. Comfort them, or rather uh, save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, and holy Father God, cast the devil and the demons of hell out of those who are not. And uh, and Lord, uh, lead God and direct them that we may lead God uh, lead and lead and have peaceful lives. Holy Father God, we pray for all of your Christian people around the world who are being. Persecuted in Nigeria and in other places, America and in other places. Protect us all, surround us all with your protection, a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Grant us your grace at that time. (coughs) Grant us your grace in our trying times and in our dying times, if that be your will for us. And Holy Father God, we pray uh, now for the millions, yes, of people who are suffering from the coronavirus plague and other plagues and issues, the Uvalde families, the Buffalo families, the Chicago families. We pray for the family and friends. We pray for some by name of New Mexico resident Walter Arista for the family and friends of Wyoming resident Barbara Jones for the family and friends of California resident Amy Jess for the family and friends of Georgia resident Ada Valla Amadi we pray for the family and friends of Barbados resident Robert Sidney God help these families Mackenzie Charles as well And Holy Father God, we pray also for all of the people (coughs) who have sent in prayer requests down through the years, including them as well, and we pray, Lord, for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all, and uh, we pray that you would, uh, you would help them to pray for themselves and help us to pray for them. Thank you for hearing and answering our joint prayers together down through the years. And Lord, we pray now for some by name. We pray for ba- Pastor Bashebi and we join in thanking Uh, you for the new church founded in Bondini. Thank you, Lord, for the successful leadership meeting in Bungama. Thank you for the soul saved at Sister Valia's funeral. Please heal Timothy completely and provide for his family. Please heal Melanie's eyes completely and provide for her with the contact lenses she needs. Please comfort the family of sister Tabitha after her death. And Lord, we pray for William. Please heal his mother, Carol, and help her to feel better. Please heal everyone else who has the flu or the coronavirus. We pray for Linda. Please heal Jesse, Jason, and Patrick emotionally and physically. And then, Lord, we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved by your grace through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. We pray for Paia, Aki, Liki, help them all to grow in the faith and uh, to stand strong in the faith. We pray for Barack, we pray for Ruth, we pray for David, and we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you uh, in the thousands over the years as well as those uh, who have gotten saved. Help them all to stand strong in the faith and to grow in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. We pray for all our Demiji, we pray for Khalid, we pray for Omotola, we pray for Ed, and we pray for Norma. And we commit these souls into your hands. And Lord, tonight we pray that you would save those <coughs> who are lost listening right now. Open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears. And we pray that you demonstrate the power of your Holy Spirit. Help them to hear (coughs) and understand the gospel and to get saved, even tonight. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Now, beloved, if you're with us tonight and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, in the free pardon of your sins, so that you will not have to go to hell for your sins and pay for your sins there, but rather believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said the most important words ever said in the history of the world. Plato can't touch it. Socrates can't touch it. Shakespeare can't touch it. Milton can't touch it. Nobody can touch it. He said, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Please understand, my dear friend, that you are a sinner. You have done evil against God and so have I so has the Pope so has the Dalai Lama and so has even Joel Osteen as nice as he may be (coughs) we're all wicked, evil ungodly sinners for the Bible says in Romans 3.23 for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God that includes you that includes me That includes my mother, your mother. No matter how great they may be in our lives, they are sinners. Secondly, you need to understand that because of your sin, you are going to die. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. This is a very serious matter, so take it seriously. We do not die because of cancer. We do not die because of a car crash. We do not die because of cardiac arrest or a heart attack. We die, my dear friends, because of our sin. Our sinful nature and our sinful choices. The wages, the payment, the paycheck for the sins of your life against God is death. The Bible says it is appointed on the man once to die, but after this, the judgment. And what God wants you to understand, I know you're excited about all of the interesting pictures that we're seeing. They say they go back billions of years. What God wants you to understand that If he allows you to die from this beautiful ball called earth in this universe. Because of your sin. God will allow you to go to hell because of your sins. If you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ by faith. That he suffered. Jesus Christ suffered, bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, went through hell, went to hell for you, and rose on the third day by the power of God. In other words, Jesus Christ paid your sin debt. He paid it all. And that's why he says, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, death is real and you know it. I have to tell you, my job is to tell you that hell is real because Jesus Christ said so. In fact, Jesus Christ said in Mark chapter 9, verses 43 through 48, very clearly. In fact, Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any of the prophets and more than any of the uh, apostles (coughs) in the New Testament. He He said these frightening words, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye, than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. Also, Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says in Revelation 21, eight, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So hell is a real place, my dear friend. Hell is burning right now. There are people in hell right now. Hell is a sad place. Hell is a bad place. And hell is bad news. But I have some good news for you. Again, Jesus Christ himself, the son of God, said for God so loved the world. That's where it begins, in the heart of God. For God so loved the world, that includes you, red, yellow, black, and white, for we're all precious in his sight. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. The Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world, John the Baptist said. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is in hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friends, believe in your heart tonight, if you have never done so, in the Lord Jesus Christ, and then call on His name in prayer, and pray the sinner's prayer, if you will, and ask Him to save you. He will in no wise cast you out. So, follow me in prayer. Romans 10:9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shall be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray believing in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered and bled and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. By your power. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe in you. Please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of all of my sins and to change and to follow you in the newness of life. help me to turn from my evil ways and to do your will from now on. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now dear friend, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. And you prayed that prayer with me, the sinner's prayer, and you meant it from your heart. May I say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ and receiving him into your heart and into your spirit as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10.9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight as your Savior, please email us and let us know at DW3 at Gospel Life Society or what email, whatever email you see on your platform, and let us know uh, so that we can rejoice with you and so that we can send you some free materials. To help you to grow in the faith and be the Christian disciple that God wants you to be. If you have a prayer request. You're going through a difficult time and you need somebody to pray for you. And with you. We pray for hundreds. We pray for thousands of folks. And have done so by the grace of God. And we'll be more than happy to pray for you. Just send in your prayer request. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good. Let's stand for our closing prayer. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we praise you and we thank you, Lord, for this magnificent time together around your holy word and prayer. And Lord, I pray that everybody who is with me tonight would have a wonderful, great night of rest and sleep without pills. I pray that everybody, Lord, will pray without ceasing if they know you as Savior. And if they're not saved, Holy Father God, please work your miraculous power and have your Holy Spirit not to give them rest until they come to know your Savior. Glorify your holy name. Lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the privilege to be here tonight with your people. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for a sake. amen. Make sure now, my dear friends, you pray without ceasing. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow.